0: to a place where conversations matter and truth matters even more take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness but instead expose them but when anything is exposed by the light it becomes visible for anything that becomes visible is light and that's what we're going to try to do today so there's this new york times article that i got in my email the other day and the headline is do covid precautions work and i thought this would be interesting and so at the very top heading, it says, good morning, life in red America and blue America is quite different. What about COVID caseloads? And it says a modest gap, daily life in red and blue America has continued to be quite different over the past few months. So it says in countries, most liberal cities, in the country's most liberal cities, many are still avoiding restaurants the number of seated diners last month was at least 40% below pre-pandemic levels. It also says that residents of liberal cities like New York, Washington, and San Jose are still spending significantly more time at home, working from home, and whereas in, in conservative places, the rhythms of daily life have returned nearly to normal. And then during the Omicron wave, schools in heavily Democratic areas were more likely to close for extended periods of time, and mask wearing remains far more common in liberal communities than conservative ones, which is so true. Just recently, actually today, at my place of work, which is a community college, California community college, the mask mandate just lifted, and although it's still strongly encouraged. And actually, the preschool and daycare mask mandate just lifted as well, which is absolutely crazy and it's still highly recommended to wear in the classrooms. we we got a an email from or a text from the preschool that our boys go to that said please parents remember to bring your kids with a mask this was before today but please remember to bring your your students or your kids with a mask we want everyone to be safe and i was like they have to know <laughs> that, that's a that's just dishonest To put little kids, I mean, this, the place that we take our kids to has babies to like five-year-olds, so in the earliest that they're wearing them is two years old. I didn't, I just didn't send my kids with one, or I got them this fake see-through one, but generally I just didn't send them with one at all, even with the fake one, and thought what are they going to, like, I doubt they're really going to like force it on my kid's face, which they really didn't. And, but I'm just saying to myself, these people have to know that this is like I don't even know if it's borderline or actually child abuse to put this over your kid's face for like any time they're inside there's It's not like when they're even when they're sick or when they're symptomatic or anything like that it's just when you're inside and they they're learning language, they're learning alphabet, they're learning to count, they're learning expressions they're looking at learning how to communicate. You're putting a mask on their face at two years old. Anyway, so that's besides the point. So uh, this this article just reinforces that idea. Or uh, rather, my anecdote reinforces this article. So it says, These stark differences have created a kind of unnatural experiment. Did Omicron spread less in the parts of the U.S. where social d- distancing and masking were more common? And you know, just to set this up, you know that if the New York Times... Had information to support the idea that there was a drastic difference in outcomes in these in these states in these localities. That they, they would definitely lean on the side of telling you what was positive about the more liberal cities, like that the restrictions far outweighed, like the 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 drawback of the restrictions far was was paled in comparison to the benefit that was um, lower caseloads and lower deaths due to COVID. And that just isn't the case here. So listen to this. The answer is surprisingly unclear. Nationwide, the number of official COVID cases has recently been somewhat higher in heavily Democratic areas than Republican areas, according to the Times data. That comparison doesn't fully answer the question, though, because Democratic areas were also conducting more tests and percentages of positive tests tended to be somewhat higher in Republican areas. Okay, so basically, there's not a clear outcome between these two, except for the fact that people in more conservative areas have been living much more free, like normal humans, the with the rights that God already gave them. Like... <laughs> But it's trying so hard to say, well, you know, we won't really know what the answer is yet. I know what the answer is. The answer is you shouldn't have shut down society. Now, I will admit that I was one of the culprits at the beginning. I remember going into this kind of like house party. I think it was the summer of 2020 and no one was wearing masks but me. (laughs) I can't even believe I'm saying this because... I am so anti-mask right now that, and that was a year and a half ago. That wasn't even that long ago. My position has so drastically changed on this because I started in my perspective, started to put the pieces together and started to realize what was actually true. So anyway, my position has totally shifted on this and Now it's so, so obvious that the New York Times, if they had something good to say about liberal cities, about progressive areas and the restrictions they put on everybody, they would say it and they would say it again and again and again and again, just like up front when they said, if you weren't wearing a mask, you were killing grandma. If you weren't wearing a mask, you were hurting, hurting kids, which is like bizarre. If you uh, weren't vaccinated, you were the one But you know, this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Oh gosh. Okay. So moving on says, no single statistic offers a definitive answer. When I look at all the evidence, uh, I emerge thinking that liberal areas probably had slightly lower Omicron infection rates than conservative areas. But it is difficult to be sure. So that's what he thinks. I think it's a he that's writing this. Let's see. David Leonard. Okay, yeah. So I think that they're lower. And a lack of a clear pattern is itself striking you know what? It's not striking because people that started again to put the pieces together and knew that this was manipulation. This was mass manipulation of people to get them to do whatever the government said. And so they could wield power. So, the, so these little tyrants could wield power. When we finally figured that out, some people knew it much earlier on, obviously, when we started figuring it out, this pattern is not striking to us. Now, unfortunately, a lot of, the, you know, my age group, our grandparents and older are so dead set on the fact that the New York Times and all the media is just reporting the facts. There, There's nothing to read into it. So, you know, whatever Fauci tells me is what is gospel. So then wait for it at the very end of the article. let it say vaccines above all. The first lesson is that COVID vaccines are remarkably effective at preventing severe illness. And you're like, okay, how did you take an article that was about COVID restrictions and how you really couldn't see if there was any benefit to the overwhelming kind of tyrannical restrictions that were imposed on really in the entire country, but specifically on liberal cities and liberal states. How did you take that and insert? But just so you know, you should still get vaccinated. I swear, these people can stick vaccines in any article, okay? It could be an article not about COVID. It could just be about, like, kids, you know, having fun at the playground. And then it's like, but there was an unvaccinated child. And so everyone else ran off. It's like, they cannot help but to insert something about vaccines into their articles. So I think that the whole mask thing lifting, you know, mask restrictions lifting really is a distraction. Now people will say that, you know, the Ukraine and Russia war is a distraction as well. Not to say that that's not to say it's not true, but that it's the way it's being reported on is to distract and to confuse and to polarize people even more. Okay. With that said, I think it's also a distraction to start getting through covid vaccine requirements for kids like they're going to start passing in school districts they're going to start passing in different municipalities and then in states and all while you're not paying attention because everyone is thinking to themselves oh mass mandate's lifted we're going back to normal why is it okay for there still to be vaccine requirements at schools tell me that okay our school just changed that the maxi- uh, that the mask mandates are lifted and that if you're unvaccinated with a COVID vaccine, you only have to get tested once a week. And Everyone's like, yay, that's so great. Why are we applauding that? There shouldn't be any vaccine requirement, number one. There shouldn't be any testing differences for vaccinated and unvaccinated, okay? That is segregating people. It's bigoted. So I don't think we should be celebrating, <laughs> okay, because then you start to get your eyes off the prize. All right. You get your eyes off of what is actually necessary. And that is that there should be no requirement for the vaccine. There should be no recommendation or strong recommendation for children to wear masks because this is the part that people are missing. The law and mandates are a teacher. Okay. People are like, well, I don't really, I don't have to wear a mask. When you see signs that say strongly recommended, you are teaching people something and you are teaching children something, when you tell them that you strongly recommend that them wear they wear a mask. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but you walk out to stores now, who is still wearing masks? Now in my area, it's kind of a mix of liberal and conservative. My little pocket area is probably more conservative, but I live in a very liberal state, so you know, it's it's pretty mixed. So I walk out, who's still wearing masks? Yes, there's older people wearing masks, but it's teenagers. A lot of teenagers are wearing masks. Now, why are they? Because most of these teenagers, this is my thought, are in public schools, public campuses, and they have been cudgeled with the idea that if you don't wear a mask, you actually don't care about anybody else. You don't love your neighbor. You're not caring for them. Like, why wouldn't you give up your freedom? It's a sign, right? It's a sign of laying down their freedom for other people because they've been lied to. So why is it important that all of the mandates and all of the, even those recommendations go away, especially from being hung up where people can see, like, you know, on store windows or in classrooms, because the law is a teacher and it will teach you what a thing. It'll teach you what is right and what is good. It'll teach you what is moral and what's immoral. Okay, so that's my piece on that. Now, this week also, there. uh, What was it? It wasn't Shepherd. Was it Shepherd's Conference? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was Shepherd's Conference. And and of course, there's lots of pastors there, people speaking. And Cody Bachum spoke, and um, he talked about how that there's tone police, which I was like, yes, there are tone police about everything. People get up in arms about you saying anything with like a little bit of sass or a little bit of sarcasm, or just in a way that is not like full of daisies and roses and petunias and like the nicest thing you've ever heard in your life. Okay, people will get mad about it. And I thought about this for a while, but when he said, when he had brought up that people aren't actually mad about tone per se, they're mad when people speak in a masculine way. So that means like straightforward, concise, to the point, right? You're hitting where it needs to be hit right? You're kind of poking the idol or you're saying it straight. Now That bothers people. And that's so true because we have such a feminine society. We have such a feminine society. So when I first started this podcast stuff, I realized people who were getting irritated, mostly, mostly it was the tone thing, right? Mostly it was, well, it's, you know, you aren't, you aren't being a good representative for Christ because you aren't like, super nice and dripping and you know all of the glitter that i want to see whatever you you aren't what we want you to be right you aren't the jesus we want you to be well i've you know a message to that that jesus isn't the jesus you want him to be that's what i came to find out most people who have that that um not rebuke but that i guess correction that critique, yeah, that critique for people, it's because they don't like the real Jesus because Jesus is gentle, right? But he is also firm and he is harsh when he needs to be. Okay, so there are times and places for the gentleness, for the softness, for the obviously for being prudent, but there are also times to be direct. And sarcastic and to hit where it hurts not for personal gain that has nothing to do with personal gain right so when I hear some critiques about like I, I got the, my I should my favorite I don't know if I should say my favorite or my most remembered critique was when I posted on Facebook that it is more popular to applaud somebody or to support somebody in their sin than it is to call it out. And I put hashtag pride because it was in, I think it was in June, right? So pride month. And I got a lot of Christians, well, well, some who, yeah, I think are brothers or sisters in the Lord that were upset with it. And then some like apostate Christians who have walked away from the faith or have called it, you know, something totally different who were totally upset about that. Now, why were they upset about that? Because it looked like I was trying to pick a fight. And I will say this, it it is astonishing to me that people are so much more concerned about how you say fire than there being a fire in the building. It's like, this this is how I see it. It's like, I see this fire, like fire, get out of the building, get out. What are you guys doing? Go, 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 go. And then I have someone standing there these like, you know, three, usually women, three women. And they're like, I just wish you had said it a little bit nicer. Like, Are you kidding me? People, like, it, it's just, it does not make any sense at all. So don't get me, st- <laughs> obviously don't get me started on tone. It just, it drives me nuts. Now, I think that there are totally acceptable critiques in this area. But I, I am... Uh, I don't know if I want to say I'm tired of it or I think it is ridiculous to constantly hedge everything. Okay. We love the gentle lowly Jesus, right? That's what everyone wants in the, you know, in this society is a gentle I want to hear about the Jesus, but the Jesus that just like, is like a flower, you know, he came as a lamb, but he's coming back as a lion and he's going to rule the world with a rod of iron. Okay. And that's not a, a petal from a rose. Okay, so we have to come to grips with the fact that Jesus is fullness of perfection, right? He is gentle and he's harsh when he needs to be. He's gentle and he's firm. Maybe harsh is name in the word that that's going to make you think of you know someone beating their wife. That's not what I mean. He is firm. He's direct. He's masculine. He's strong. He he pokes the idols where they need to be poked, and at the same time. A, 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 someone who is suffering he doesn't he, he, he doesn't harm them right he's gentle he cares he he nurtures them a smoldering wick he doesn't quench I think that's I think that is the phrase in scripture a smoldering wick he doesn't quench he doesn't put it out right so we cannot have just this one-sided version of Jesus because he ends up being a different Christ and it's not a Christ who ends up saving All right. That's it for today, guys. Thanks. I'll see you again next time.